Good morning, and welcome to Drawing the Morning. This is Stuart McClellan, the pastor of the Altoona Bible Church. We are conveniently located at Union Avenue and 31st Street on Route 36, the Columbia Park section of Altoona. We hope that this broadcast will help you think on the things of the Lord as you prepare your heart for ministry among the saints today. Stay tuned for the next 30 minutes of inspiring music, challenging stories, and a Bible study. Listen now as the Altoona Bible Church Choir opens our broadcast this morning with a song entitled, There is a Fountain with Broken and Spilled Out.
Stephen, as he is being cruelly murdered, forgave his enemies and prayed for them. Many years ago, in the course of a debate, George Holyoke sneeringly asked Dr. Parker, what did God do for the martyr Stephen when he was being stoned to death? Dr. Parker was embarrassed for a moment as he could not think what to reply. Then lifting his heart to God, he gave an answer. And he said, I believe that God did far more for Stephen than first appears. True, he didn't send an angel to deliver him in the hour of his agony. But God did enable Stephen to say, Lord, lay not this sin to their charge. I therefore believe that when we see all the facts in the light of eternity, we shall recognize that in this working of forgiveness in the heart of Stephen, God did more than if he had sent a legion of angels to deliver him. In a local home for the aged in a Midwestern town, two Christian men had been quarreling for many years. One was finally upon what he believed to be his deathbed, so he called for the other and said, John, I forgive you for what you have said and done against me over the years, and I want you to do the same for me. John, with tears running down his face, said he would forgive him also. For a moment, a faraway look came into the eyes of the man lying in the bed, and then he said with his some spirit, But John, if I get better, this doesn't count. It is human to hold a grudge, but it is Christ-like to forgive. Can you find in your heart to forgive and to pray for those who have done something against you? We can only do this if we let the Lord Jesus Christ control our lives. If we are saved, forgiveness should be in evidence in our lives. Listen now as Andrea Greenleaf sings for us this lovely song, More Than Anything. Could wave your hand, spare me this heartache and change your plan. And I know any second you could take my pain away. But even if you don't, I pray. Help me want the healer more than the healing. Help me want the Savior more than the saving. Help me want the giver more than the giving. Oh, help me want you, Jesus, more than anything. You know more than anyone that my flesh is weak. You know I'd give anything for a remedy And I'll ask a thousand more times to set me free today But even if you don't, I pray Help me want the healer more than the healing Help me want the Savior more than the Savior the giver more than the giving 
You are listening to Join the Morning, which is presented each Sunday at the same time by the Altoona Bible Church. We begin with our Sunday school hour at 9.30. Then at 10.45, we all gather in the main auditorium for our morning worship service. We invite you to listen to or watch our church services. Our services are on Facebook at Sunday at 11 o'clock and 7 p.m., and Wednesday night at 7.15 p.m. We invite you to visit our website at www.altoonabible.org. Also, we're on the Johnstown Altoona Access Channels 9 and 14. And there are services available on the local radio stations on Sunday at 11 o'clock, 12 noon, and 7 p.m. If you have any questions concerning our church services, please call the church office at area code 814-942-2131. Listen now as Jeremy Hetrick plays for us in the trumpet this wonderful song, Be Thou My Vision.
the white swans found in parks and estates are some of the most beautiful and graceful birds. Not only are they beautiful and graceful, but they are the models of marital fidelity. They mate for life and the parents share the responsibility of raising the young. But there is another side to a swan's nature which many people do not suspect. For without provocation, a swan can become suddenly savage and cunningly cruel. A small boy was feeding cake to some swans when suddenly one of them pulled him into the stream and out toward the deep water while the others pecked at him. He was nearly drowned before he was rescued. Another boy was playing in shallow water while his attendant sat on the bank nearby. Three swans appeared around a bend in the river and surround the boy. One of the swans pulled him into the deep water while the other two kept the adult away. Before help could be summoned, the child drowned. It is not always small children that are attacked by swans. A ten-year-old girl was pulled into the water and drowned by a single swan. Another swan attacked an adult riding a bicycle, breaking his nose and blinding him permanently in one eye. Swans illustrate for us something of the nature of Satan. For when it suits his purpose, he can appear as an angel of light, though his intention is to destroy man. Just what the swan's motive is, we can only surmise, but we know that Satan aspired to be like God, failing because of the enemy of God. Since God's plan for man is salvation from the penalty of sin through the sacrificial death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ, the purpose of Satan is to prevent man from obtaining this free gift of salvation. The Bible tells us that Satan can transform himself into an angel of light, so it's not surprising that his ministers can be transformed into ministers of righteousness. This makes his work more insidious. Many who would shun anything that resembles evil are attracted by the platitudes of a false gospel. The Bible says and repeats for emphasis that even though an angel from heaven preach any other gospel, let him be accursed. Not everyone who knocks at our door and wants to speak to us about religion is serving the Lord. Not all illustrate which freely quotes scripture is teaching salvation. Satan quoted scripture when he tempted our Lord. Satan is a liar from the beginning and is the father of lies and a master of deception. The lure of attractive appearance may entice the unweary to destruction. The great assortments of religions to which we are subject today is a source of confusion those who cannot discern and the word truth is one of the most abused words in the religious literature there is a simple test which quickly reveals whether a teaching is of God or the devil and that is a blood test unless it exalts the blood of the Lord Jesus Christ and makes salvation contingent on the shed blood it is not of God Works cannot avail anything. Everything depends on what happened at Calvary. 
Listen now as Eddie Piper sings for us his beautiful song entitled, No One Ever Cared for Me Like Jesus. I would love to tell you what I think of Jesus Since I found in Him a friend so strong and true I would tell you how He changed my life completely He did something that no other friend could do No one ever cared for me like Jesus There's no other friend so kind as He No one else could take the sin and darkness from me Oh, how much He cared Once again, this Wednesday night at 7 o'clock, our doors will be open here at the Altoona Bible Church. Time now for our Bible study portion for our broadcast. And this morning, the topic of our Bible study is the trials of the Lord Jesus Christ. John chapter 18, verses 12 and verse 13. Then the band and the captain and the officers of the Jews took Jesus and bound him and led him away to Annas first, for he was father-in-law to Caiaphas, which was a high priest that same year. By the time the Lord Jesus Christ will be crucified, the Lord Jesus Christ will have endured six trials. The breakdown of those trials are three religious trials and three civil trials. The religious trials were first, then followed by the civil trials. To fully appreciate what is going on and to understand a correct chronological timeline of the events surrounding his arrest, his trials, his crucifixion, his burial and his resurrection, it is imperative that we understand the Jewish calculating of time. John chapter 11, verse number 9. And Jesus answered, Are there not twelve hours in the day? And if any man walk in the day, he stumbles not because he sees the light of this world. The the Jewish calculating a day was from 6 p.m. to 6 p.m. A new day would begin at 6 p.m. Thus, the weekly Sabbath was celebrated from Wednesday 6 p.m. to Saturday 6 p.m. Here in the United States, we reckon and calculate time like the Romans did based upon midnight. So in about 15 hours and 10 minutes, we will be in a new day, Monday. However, based upon the Jewish reckoning of a day, in a little over 9 hours and 10 minutes, we would be in a new day, Monday. What time is it? John chapter number 19, verse 14. And it was the preparation of the Passover about the sixth hour, and he saith unto the Jews, Behold your king. The Apostle John used Roman time here, so the sixth hour was six o'clock in the morning. Mark fifteen twenty-five, and it was a third hour, and they crucified him. This is based on Jewish time. It's nine o'clock, Acts two fifteen. For these are not drunk, as you suppose, 
seeing that it's but the third hour of the day. Again, Jewish time, 9 o'clock. Acts chapter 3, verse 1. Peter and John went up together into the temple at the hour of prayer being the ninth hour, Jewish time, 3 p.m. Acts chapter 10, verse 3. He saw in a vision, evidently about the ninth hour of the day. This is with Cornelius. Again, Jewish time, 3 p.m. Acts 10, 9. On the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up onto the housetop to pray about the sixth hour, Jewish time, 12 noon. The Lord Jesus Christ was arrested at night well after 6 p.m. Hence a new day under the Jewish calculating of time. Remember, Judas, after he betrayed the Lord Jesus Christ, he went out into the darkness of the night. So the Lord Jesus Christ, his betrayal, his arrest, his six trials, his crucifixion, his death, all occurred in Jewish time in one day. Recognizing Roman time or American time, it would have been two days since a new day begins at midnight, but literally within and less than a 24-hour period of time. So just take a moment to pause and just let this sink in. In one Jewish day and in our time less than 24 hours, the Lord Jesus Christ endured all of that for us, for our sins. The three Jewish trials are religious. First one, Annas. So you go from the Garden of Gethsemane to Annas' house. John chapter 18, verses 12 to 14, and then verses 19 to 24. The Lord Jesus Christ was bound and led away to his first trial. Bound if he was a violent and horrible murderer or a common criminal. Annas was a father-in-law of Caiaphas. Though Annas was not the high priest at this precise moment, he still had great influence over the Sanhedrin. The pictorial encyclopedia of the Bible says this about Annas. A high priest of the Jews from 6 AD to 15 AD. But as long as he lived, he was the virtual head of the priestly party in Jerusalem. In the time of of Christ, high priests were appointed and deposed at the whim of the Roman governor. Although removed from office, Anna's power and influence were so great that five of his sons, his son-in-law Caiaphas, and his grandson became high priests. Jesus answered him, this is John 18, 23 and verse 24, Jesus answered him, If I have spoken evil, bear witness of the evil, but if well, why smitest thou me? And Annas then sent him bound to Caiaphas, the high priest. Annas had asked Jesus about his disciples and his doctrine, verse number 19 of John 18. Jesus answered, verses 20 and 21. One of the officers strikes the Lord Jesus Christ with his palm. No decision. But the Lord Jesus Christ then was sent bound to Caiaphas. Immediately following his arrest then, he was bound and led away to stand trial before Annas. Then ultimately Caiaphas, and then we're going to study that, Lord willing, next week. And then after that, it's dealing with the Sanhedrin, and then it switches to civil trials. But according to Jewish law, this trial before Annas was totally illegal. It's going to be illegal for several reasons, and the other ones will be illegal. The trial was being held at night. There was no indictment was prepared. At this trial, we're going to talk about the next trial with Caiaphas and the false witness, but at this trial, there were no witnesses. 
There was no counsel provided for the defendant. We understand and know this was God's plan. But I want you to see what's going on from a human perspective, the unfolding of God's redemption through the Lord Jesus Christ, through his death, through his burial and resurrection, how we today in the dispensation of God's grace have salvation and eternal life. If you have any questions about our study or any other questions or Bible verse that you would like study, the light of the Word of God rightly divided, please contact Pastor Stewart at the Altoona Bible Church. The church's phone number is area code 814-942-2131, or you can email me at altoonabible at altoonabible.org. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21 says, For he made him, that's God the Father, made him the Lord Jesus Christ to be sin for us. Who knew no sin, the Lord Jesus Christ did not sin and could not have sinned because he was God manifested in human flesh that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. And that's how God sees us. And that righteousness there is that imputed righteousness. And he is talking upon one of the three issues of imputation in Scripture. It's so important to understand God's Word. If you've never trusted the Lord Jesus Christ, the only way of salvation is through the Lord Jesus Christ, by faith and trust in Him. If you've never trusted Him, won't you trust Him right now, right where you're at, before it is eternally too late? been listening to Join the Morning from the Altoona Bible Church. We trust that you've received a real spiritual blessing from this broadcast. It is our prayerful desire that you know the Lord Jesus Christ is your personal Savior. So until we meet again by radio, this is Pastor Stuart McClellan wishing you God's best for now and for eternity. Jesus is